Can we connect with God? And what exactly do I mean when I say connect? For the purpose of this podcast, I'm obviously talking to those that believe in a God. If you don't believe, then you don't care about a connection, although I'm hoping that, despite your belief in not having a belief, that you have a curious mind and are interested in what other people believe. As human beings, and I'm assuming here that I can still refer to us as humans, I'm not aware of any politically correct change to this term, we have an ability to act. We have an ability to see, hear, smell, feel, interpret, consider, analyse, believe and conclude. We cannot do many of these as well as other animals who inhabit this planet, and we can do others far better. We have also, through this ability, developed tools with which we can do all of this with more definition and or accuracy than ever before. We can look at nature and all its marvels and see, hear, smell, feel, interpret, consider, analyse and believe in our findings and make conclusions about our findings, conclusions about where it started, how it started, how it developed, why it developed as it did, and when it developed, or at least when the development commenced. Then there's the big question of why it all started at all. We can often calculate where, when and how, however why is a question that has to be as much about science as it is about belief. To be able to cope with this question, we must have a consciousness. We must have the ability to be aware of the possibilities. This can only be done with the consciousness of the world around us and the variety of possibilities that it presents us with. Having a consciousness is one of the things that distinguishes us from other inhabitants of our planet. Now, I'm not saying that other animals don't have a consciousness. That's definitely not what I'm saying. Having a consciousness of self helps the penguin avoid being easily caught and eaten by the sea lion. It causes the antelope to run from the lion and the meerkat to hide from the eagle. This consciousness of self is the basis of our continuance and feeds our desire to expand. As humans, we also have a social consciousness, as do many other animals. However, our social consciousness changes. I could say develops, however I don't believe that this word is particularly appropriate. Our social consciousness changes as our society changes. Its roots are in self-protection, however its definition changes as our threats change. When our constant worry was for food on our tables and the protection of our armies, both still valid today but to a much lesser extent than say a few just a few thousand years ago our social consciousness was built around a participation in our societies and their armed defense today our social consciousness is more about ensuring our material wealth is maintained since the risk of an invading horde at least for most of us is minimal that is, of course, if you don't count the tax department or the energy companies or the many other corporate conglomerates that are all interested in our level of material wealth and want a chunk of it. Regardless of all this, we have always had, and still have, a social consciousness. Both a social consciousness and a self-consciousness 
helps us to understand we have a place in the grand scheme of things, even if we don't understand what exactly our position in that grand scheme is. However, this consciousness also makes us ask questions. It makes us investigate. It makes us seek answers. It makes us see, hear, smell, feel, interpret, consider, analyse, believe and conclude. Just for a moment though, let's have a think about what happens when what we see, hear, smell, feel, interpret, consider, analyse, believe and conclude is based more on belief than it is on any other basis. As humans, we like answers. We like to understand. If we don't, then we have a need to come up with an explanation. If we can't come up with one, then we have a tendency to be drawn to one that somebody else has developed. The more convincing that other someone is, the more we're likely to be drawn to it without questioning it. This has been the story of humans throughout the ages. We sort ourselves into social groups that either have a common understanding or which develops a common understanding. History also shows that humans have a tendency to move into other social groups and take our common understanding with us and attempt to force that common understanding on the other social group who have their own common understanding, usually different, to our common understanding. Even though we are divided into our social groups, we can still be categorised into further groups, followers and seekers. Most social groups are made up of followers, those that are happy to follow the common understanding of the social group or of those that develop the social groups, who can be followers themselves. Seekers are also found in social groups and can be the founders of some social groups. Seekers, true seekers, are never satisfied with any particular common understanding but are always using their consciousness to ask questions and seek answers, often never succeeding. Let me take a moment to make this point. One is not better than the other. Seekers are not necessarily better than followers and followers are not necessarily more correct or superior to seekers. The difference between the two is how they perceive their consciousness and what they do with their abilities. I know that we'd all like to think of ourselves as seekers, we'd all like to think that we are seeking the ultimate truth. Even those of us who believe we know the truth may still be seeking clarification on aspects of our truth. This introduces the grey area those that are both followers and seekers. So as either followers or seekers, or even a bit of both, how do we connect with our God, whichever God or gods you believe in? Well, obviously, prayer is the usual answer. Often our prayers take the form of a request. Help us to understand what's happening. Help us to defeat a foe. Help us to achieve a goal. Our consciousness makes us aware there's an issue in our lives and we seek resolutions to our issues. Sometimes those issues are about our own, other times they are about our standing in our social group. Of course, not everyone goes to their place of worship to seek answers. Further, those that pray don't always believe their prayers are answered. Prayers are just one way to connect. 
Of course, prayers assume that God is listening and has a desire and the ability to do something about our requests. Our desire to connect with our deity comes from a desire to seek answers. However, what if the whole reason for our existence is to find those answers? Not to be asking our deity for the answers, but to look for them on behalf of our deity. I know that I'm starting to tread on the God-is-all-knowing part of religious beliefs. However, we must for a moment consider this. Should connecting to our deity be about asking for assistance in resolving our own issues? Or should it be about asking for guidance in how to seek the answers to the great questions we should be asking every day? Of course, there's the other option of just giving thanks and I understand many do that. However, I give thanks to many people and circumstances in my life. I thank my wife regularly for the goodness she shows, not only to me, but also to our family and friends, much of which isn't actually tangible. So giving thanks to God doesn't require any future activity, it's all been done in the past. I thank God for the Big Bang, without which none of us would be here. So, other than prayer, how else should we connect with our deity? If God isn't omnipresent, and I've discussed this in a previous podcast, or an omnipresent God doesn't actually care, then all the prayers in the world aren't going to make a difference. For me, Connecting with God is about ensuring that when my deity visits, there's no reason for disappointment in what has been achieved. We have to show that we have taken our free will and made life better. We have to show that we can manage what has been given to us. To date, I'm not sure this has been the case. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Get the book that continues this conversation. Go to actually.net.au and buy the book. Learn to believe in belief.